Welcome to the New Process Podcast. Learn all the tools, methods, and best practices combined with people, emotions, and a a human-centric mindset to rethink your process and push it to the next level. And here is your host, Mirko Kloppenberg. Yeah, welcome to episode 41 of the New Process Podcast. Today, we're going to find out how to successfully implement process mining. Therefore, I'm talking to Jean-Marc Iriot. Jean-Marc is working at Mann & Hummel as Director, Process Mining and Execution Management. Mann & Hummel is a leading global company in filtration technology. Under its two business units, Transportation and Life Science and Environment, Mann & Hummel develops intelligent filtration and separation solutions that enable cleaner mobility, cleaner air, cleaner water and cleaner industry. Jean-Marc has been working for Mann & Hummel for more than nine years in different supply chain positions, and he was an expert in Shanghai until COVID-19. Today, Jean-Marc works in Mann & Hummel's headquarters in Ludwigsburg, Germany. Before joining Mann & Hummel, he worked for different other companies, always with a focus on production, distribution, logistics, and supply chain management. And fun fact, just like me, he studied at Baden-Württemberg Cooperative State University, but He studied business administration while I studied business information systems. But anyways, in this episode, you'll learn how the BPM and process mining setup at Mann & Hummel looks like, what the initial trigger was to think about the application of process mining, how Jean-Marc convinced his top management to invest in process mining, how they did proceed to implement process mining overall, how they are driving a single business process mining use case and what they are doing afterward to operate a process. And for sure, we'll talk about what they did to get the people excited about process mining. So enjoy the interview with Jean-Marc Iriot. And now, let's start to rethink processes. Yeah, Jean-Marc, it's great to have you here in the New Process Podcast. I think it's already a while since we agreed upon recording this episode But I listened to a podcast interview uh, where you've been guest at uh, Christoph Pacher's State of Process Automation. And I just thought we have to share this story with the English-speaking process community. So, Jean-Marc, welcome. It's great to have you here. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, very cool. I'm, I'm super curious to learn more and to ask my own questions because the episode with Christoph was already super interesting. I'll put the link into the show notes. So for the ones who are speaking German or able to understand German can also listen to that episode. We try to go even deeper here today. But before we start talking about processes, what do you prefer in an aircraft, aisle or window seat? I take the aisle seat. Okay, why? Because it's faster to get out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you flying a lot or? No, if someone is sleeping on the window side, uh, on the aisle side, and I'm sitting on the window side, so it's a little more complicated to get out. That's why I prefer yeah. to sit on the aisle. Okay. Very good. And what is your favorite airport? I would say it's Frankfurt. Why? Really? Because, yes. Yeah. Simple reason. Um, I was living in China for three years from 2017 yeah. to 2020, and coming back to Frankfurt was always like coming home. Okay. And that yeah. was a reason why Frankfurt is always being back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. very nice airports, Singapore, even Shanghai. I like them a lot. Or uh, if you uh, look, uh, Bangkok is also a nice one, but it's more emotional to go back to Frankfurt. Yeah. Okay. 
that's true. I always had this feeling when I entered a Lufthansa aircraft. Wherever I was around the world, entering the aircraft was already like coming home. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's also flight, true. Frankly, yeah. Lufthansa flight. Quite often I flew back to, uh, with China, Air China. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, going back with Lufthansa is also starting to get home. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> nice. Okay, and what was the best process you have ever experienced? The best process? Maybe also what comes to my mind is ordering something at Taobao or JD.com in Shanghai okay. because okay. it was so seamless. It was just ordering your stuff. You In the morning, you get it up to noon or 11 o'clock in the morning. You see even the driver on the street bringing okay. your package to your, your compound and your house. So that was so simple done and very transparent. That's something I really liked. Okay. Yeah, that's that's cool. Very good. And how would you describe your relationship to processes? I mean, processes have been always somehow part of my life or my yeah, business environment. I'm a logistics operations guy. Mm -hmm. So I started with logistics in 1997. Since then, I had various roles in logistics. I was also doing some SAP implementations. But Whatever I was doing was somehow, of course, linked to, to processes. So getting somehow the material through your organization, through your production plan to the customer. Mm -hmm. And that's why now doing process mining is, of course, on top of whatever I did in the past, because it's really giving us an incredible visibility on processes and what is really going on. I mean, when I think back how we did process modeling years back in Visio or Aris. And we just thought that this is a process and everyone was agreeing, yes, this is a process. And we would expect, of course, some deviations, but we would not, of course, expect the number of variants we really then see with process mining. Yeah, so yes. this is really, for me, a really a game changer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me too. That, that's so true. Okay, cool. Then let's go deeper into the direction of process mining. But Before, I think it would be good for our listeners to get an understanding of how Mann and Hummel looks like. Mm -hmm. So how is the company organized? What kind of business units, locations, legal entities? How does it look like? Mann and Hummel is a family-owned business. Mm -hmm. We do 4.8 billion in revenue. We are now 82 years old and located in more than 30 countries with more than 80 plants. And uh, we produce any kind of filtration systems. So we produce for especially transportation, like oil filters, cabin air filters, liquid filters. But we also produce air filters uh, for, for example, surgery rooms or bus stations, or mm -hmm. we use filtration for water. So wherever you use a filtration or a filter, the chance to see something which was produced by Mann Hummel is quite high. Okay, that's interesting. Actually, I wasn't really aware of, of the company and the products before. But yeah, Mann Hummel maybe is not the brand name. We are well known as Mann Filter. So okay. when you go to a shop, Then you see our boxes, oil filters in green and yellow. So this is very, yeah, everyone knows it, at least uh, in Germany. We have brands like Purolator, like Wix in the US, where we are quite well known as yeah. a brand. Yeah. Okay. 
Cool. And when did the company start with process management? So was there already a, an approach before you started with process mining? Or We are running SAP since, I think, close to 25 years. And we did a lot of development. That's why we have, of, of course, a kind of a business process management organization mm -hmm. since many years. But I think that starting this year, we changed somehow our approach. So we had, of course, process owners, okay. we have users, process experts, and however you want to name them. That was something which was already there. But maybe we had to rearrange it a little bit. And that's exactly what we did starting with last year. I must say that the process mining initiative was a little bit faster. So mm -hmm. it means faster set it up. And then the idea of attaching the business process management organization was something which came then up later in the discussion. Okay. Yeah, so I'm always saying now looking back the last three years where we started with process mining, It's somehow now that these topics somehow came on a natural way together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So on one side, doing process mining, then understanding that we have to change and adapt in business process management, and also to understand that we have to execute on our strategy mm -hmm. in a different way than before. Yeah. So it, it's not that the way that three years back, we knew exactly what we do, uh, need to do. It's more that these topics came somehow together and yeah. they, It was just a natural match. And that's why I think we are in some areas quite successful. Okay, so it wasn't uh, the case that the business process management guy said, we have to look into process mining. Uh, no. It was different. What was the trigger and how did you start? The trigger was that when I came back from China 2020, I started with some initiatives in the area of digitalization. And one topic was that we run a so-called ideation gem where we asked 22,000 people in our company, what are your ideas on IIoT? And then we created 1,400 nice ideas, but then we had to realize that we have no clue. Now I'm exaggerating a little bit, yeah, but that we are not really clear on how the processes have been implemented mm -hmm. last years. And that's was that was the starting point. And then I investigated how can we get quite fast visibility on the on the processes. And that was the starting point for process mining. And then we started with a POC and uh, it was in the incoming area. And later on, I was allowed to, to start um, a big initiative within the group. Yeah. And how did you convince your top management to invest in process mining? Because upfront, you, you need money to, to have a tool to look into before you can really realize benefits based on, on the findings of process mining. How did you convince management? I think it was just the, based on the POC, I could not, I was not able to show any results, I must say, yeah. because it was, it was not the best idea to go into the goods receipt process because then you talk about many, many plants with different processes and different implementation. And that was not very smart. Now, three years later, yeah, that was yeah. my, my <laughs> finding. But later on, of course, understanding the potential of process mining in combination with an S4HANA implementation, mm -hmm. in combination with setting up or rearranging a business process management organization, that was something where everyone was saying, yes, definitely, this makes sense. Okay. I mean, still something which is process mining is not coming from the shelf. Yeah, So we know that there's a lot of development in the market, a lot of movement when you see the different vendors at the moment. But it wasn't, of course, a natural match 
that these mm-hmm. topics are coming together. And then we, we created a business case, and that's always important. We are a Swebian company, so we want to get the payback for the money we spent. And uh, we put a quite aggressive business case on top. Okay. Which I have at the end proof month by month that we mm-hmm. are progressing and we are making savings. Yeah. It's, uh, we are not stopping with having visibility. We want to really improve the processes and measure the improvement. That's very important. That was a starting point in 2022 in Jan that we said, okay, let's go group wide with process mining. And um, we even put uh, process mining into our strategic roadmap. Okay. Saying that until 2026, we want to achieve this and that and that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and how how does the process mining setup look like? How, how did you approach that? We started with uh, with an external consultancy okay. company, and we I mean it's known that we are doing this with Salonis, and yeah. we started with Accenture. So that was the starting point to ramp everything up to be very fast in implementation, and same time to set up a center of excellence. So that's something okay. we started in 2022 in March, and I would say 12 months later. We had a team of eight to ten people mm-hmm. doing front end, back end, and value tracking. Okay. So this is basically the setup. And same time, we set it up a kind of a operating model for BPM with our process experts globally. Yeah. Okay. And how do you approach the different initiatives now? How do you find the topics to work on, the processes to to mine, and so on? It's um, that we have on a regular basis workshops with the business. Mm-hmm. I push, of course, the vendors a lot to give mm-hmm. more ideas, to give more use cases. So okay. that's my understanding of being a vendor and a solution provider. So yeah. there's a lot of discussion, but uh, it's needed, I think. Yeah? So it's like a, a healthy heat between us <laughs> to create new ideas, to look into new cases. And that's exactly what I'm doing, basically. I'm always trying to find new opportunities in the processes together with the business to have additional use cases. We manage a kind of a pipeline in front of us. Mm-hmm. And as long as I have enough use cases in front of me, everything is fine. I would get into problems, of course, if my pipeline would run low and mm-hmm. there are no, no ideas. And that's something, of course, I would like to avoid. Mm-hmm. Okay. That means also that we are really measuring the level of the pipeline we have filled in. Yeah. Okay. And what do the people say out there working in the processes? How do you get these people excited about process mining? Or are they excited? Or what do they say? I would say that everyone is excited having a first touch with process mining. Yeah. yeah? Okay. So I would really say oh, 95% are very surprised, astonished, and can't believe what we see. Even if, yeah. if you tell, okay, I make here an update every day or every hour, and you get the data more or less in close real time. And so I would say everyone has is has a buy-in. The topic is later on, of course, if you see that you have to do something in your progress, in your process, not progress, then of course, it's getting more difficult because I'm always saying, you need to understand your process and then you need to understand the action. If mm-hmm. you have no clear picture on the action, there's no value behind. Because the value comes only if you act on the process. 
If there's no action, what do you want to expect? It's just inside. And for inside, you are not getting anything. It's mm-hmm. just license cost you pay and your center of excellence. That's why you have to really understand the action. And that's always my first question to the business. Are we clear on the action? We want to perform on the process if we have this dashboard or whatever in place. Mm-hmm. If I'm not getting an answer, then this is, of course, uh, the signal that we are not clear on how to really then act later yeah. on. Okay. And, and then, of course, and this is exactly the point where you are generating value. Before, you are not generating any value. Yeah, it, Just to have the inside, it's nothing. nothing. I mean, it, it's yeah. interesting, of course. It's the what I wanted to know since the last 10 years, maybe. Yeah, But you need to act on the process. If you are not acting, you, you, you will see no values wherever you want to look. And then it's getting, of course, difficult because then you, we have a, a strong governance in place. So we have a, a kind of a strategic execution management platform where we hand over the use cases to the business and mm-hmm. uh, I align the opportunity and the, the savings with the business. Mm-hmm. And this is a kind of a mutual agreement. Then we, we track these use cases month by month and the, the progress is presented month by month on the top management level. Mm-hmm. This brings, of course, visibility in both directions. So if everything runs fine and you show progress, everyone is happy. But if you don't show any progress, then, of course, you are having, of course, the same visibility. And then you need to, to answer, of course, why we are not moving forward. Is it maybe because we have we miss the resources in the business? Is it because we maybe underestimated the effort is it maybe because you totally underestimated the value behind or overestimated mm-hmm. the value? Yeah. So that could be also happening that you, you, you think that this is, could be the value behind. And then you start and you want to take action in the process. And then you see, okay, maybe the validation was wrong or whatever. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. could happen. That's why I'm always trying to have multiple racehorses in the game because if one, horse is maybe not performing as expected. I have maybe a second or third one, which hopefully generates some value. Yeah. Okay. And how did the the overall perception of processes change when you started with these activities? So looking into the past, I'm not sure how well processes were perceived by by top management, by the ones being accountable for the process, like the process owners, and by the employees working in the process. Mm. Did that change the situation now? How do you think, do the people think about processes? I would say that it, it changed in that way, that people are now accepting that processes might run different to the way they think they run. <laughs> yeah. No, because this is also something people need to learn that maybe their their expectation or their idea of how these processes are really running is not the same like the reality. And for example, when I started, there's a very simple use case. It's DNI delivered, not invoiced. It means you send something to the customer and you, for what reason, you are not invoicing to the customer. Yeah. And if you would ask, of course, finance controlling or operations guys and you would say okay are we sure that we are invoicing everything everyone would say yes of course we are invoicing, mm-hmm. but we are not there are situations where invoices get lost technical interfaces whatever and this is something you just need to first accept mm-hmm. 
yeah, that you're not 100% sure. And mm -hmm. this is something I think we learned as an organization that we have areas where we are not having full transparency. I mean, we have it also way around that we thought we are pretty bad in a certain process. And then we had to realize, oh, we are not so bad. We are very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's in both directions. And I think this is something, if you are getting more open to discuss opportunities in a process, then of course it's helpful because then you can really go into workshops, think about, okay, what could be a next use case to look into because there might be an opportunity you would not really expect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And can you share a practical example of how you proceed with the different use cases? So is there a standard procedure on how to get the value out of the processes? So how do you start? How do you find the ideas and then so on? What we are doing is always we, we write down our user stories saying, okay, I have this dashboard with that information. Then I would later on perform this and that on the process. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's something we always write down. And then based on this, we are calculating the savings we expect and we okay. into cost saving, revenue increase or labor efficiency increase. These are basically our cost categories. And then, and this is, Not unique, but at least I would say that we always try to really stick to the approach is that for each and every use case, we are having one tracking dashboard. Okay. So if we, we have a use case and we want to increase EDI or we want to reduce credit memos, something like this, then we really have an additional dashboard where we are tracking if we are moving in the desired direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and by doing this, of course, we can then really see day by day if we are moving forward or not. Okay. And that's something we really try to, oh no, we are running it for every use case, I would say. Yeah, there's not yeah. one case where we are not measuring the progress. Yeah. Because then it's, it's really a data-driven approach. There's no, I mean, you could have, of course, the wrong measuring point. Yeah, yeah. So it could also happen. Or you might have, a baseline where you're comparing to, and then you cannot really say 100% that your action is really paying into the improvement compared to the baseline. Mm -hmm. But this is how we we measure our progress, and there's, at the end, not too much to discuss. Yeah, mm -hmm. So this is the progress. You see it. And if you are not progressing, we need to explain. Mm -hmm. Okay, so and from a practical perspective, you send one of your experts from the Center of Excellence to the business and then they do workshops or how do you exactly. have to... Yeah, exactly. This is the way. So we are running, also this week, we are running with uh, our purchasing team a workshop to, to get a deeper understanding on additional use cases they might see. Mm -hmm. So we, we did already workshops where we as a Center of Excellence are coming to the business saying, okay, look here, this is a catalog of different use cases. Do you think that there's something in between you can use? But we are also doing it the way around that we are asking, dear business, please tell me, do you have some pain points? Do you have some mm -hmm. issues where you, you might see opportunities for us with Salonis or process mining to get some improvements done? It could be a kind of an automation. It could be, of course, some incoterm topics, whatever, that we are then filling up additionally the pipeline. Okay. And what about the implementation of the improvement ideas? How are you doing this? Uh, is this just done by, by the business on their own? or No, the, the implementation technically is done by the Center of Excellence. Okay. 
So we have always a front-end and a back-end guy supporting us here. Mm-hmm. They are sitting together with the business. We start now at the beginning with a kind of a requirement workshop. Mm-hmm. And then we run the project, or we call it also like an MVP. We mm-hmm. run it in two-week sprints. Mm-hmm. So depending on the size, maybe we have two to three sprints to get the first initial implementations done. But that's the way how we do it. We started uh, last year, we started with five weeks in total or seven weeks in total for the MVPs, depending on the complexity. You know, when you have, a, for example, a, a standard use case, you might have already a standard data model, standard connector, mm-hmm. then it's easy yeah, to okay. get it prepared. But if you would go into a totally different area where maybe the experience is not so big and there are maybe no connectors or data models, then of course you might need two more weeks to get up the data model on your own. That's how we try to figure it out. Of course, now we have many, many data models already in place. I think 13. So we have P2P, AR, AP, uh, production execution, quality, order management, disputes. We started with sustainability. So there are so many already that where we are just putting, of course, then additional dashboards on top. Mm-hmm. Why we can deliver dashboards within two days. That's possible. Okay. Wow. That's, that's interesting. And how do you enable the people in the business then? Uh, I think now they are already in most of the areas on a certain level, but how did you start to enable them? And what are you doing now? And what are your counterparts? Like, are you having these process owners? And I don't know, how do you call their helping hands? Because I guess the ones who are accountable for the process are not really the experts working on all the details. How does your setup in the business look like? At the beginning, of course, we looked for people who are very much interested and motivated to do something like process mining. And luckily, yeah. we found people to get a first pull in the different areas. Mm-hmm. And we have areas already now creating use cases by their own. Yeah, mm-hmm. So that's nice. But we still have, of course, areas where we are really at the beginning. Yeah, So okay. I think that's quite normal for every bigger company mm-hmm. that it's areas you are maybe moving a little bit faster than in others. What we are doing is on a regular basis, we are doing trainings. So we are inviting hundreds of people to join an open training session for the different mm-hmm. areas. And we, we have then trainings for AR, AP and so on. Everyone can participate. And additionally, we are also having kind of uh, continuous improvement circles where people are then coming together. For example, we nominate 10 plants and then we, we look into specific use cases and then we are trying to, to improve the performance or reduce the inefficiencies together in these improvement cycles. And um, mm-hmm. that's interesting because then people are really coming together in the region, for example. Yeah, So it means mm-hmm. you have one team in APAC meeting every two weeks, getting more and more an understanding of processes, going deeper and deeper, maybe also identifying that plants have the same issues because they are maybe serving the same customers. That could be one topic. Or it could be really that we see totally different root causes and then we can support each other in these sessions to get some ideas created. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a lot. I would say, I mean, it's not really technically. I was saying process mining is not a technical problem. It's really bringing people together, get the communication done, get it, it the, the continuous improvement done, and then act on the process. 
So it, yeah. I would even say it's 80% it's people and 20% maybe having the dashboards and the technical stuff somehow done. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's that's very good. And this is also my role. I I talk. I I need to, of course, promote and talk to all these people. And uh, yeah, and that that makes us moving forward. I would say the whole package. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And looking into the future on two levels for uh, the different processes where you are implementing changes, improvements, and on a global level with regards to the center of excellence. What's your vision there? In what direction is that going? My vision, and as I said, it's, it's already yeah set into stone that we want to have process mining everywhere. Mm -hmm. So we want to have uh, business units and BPM organization being very close to process mining, mm -hmm. measuring in the future conformance, for example. Yeah. How close are we to a so-called standard best practice? Mm -hmm. measuring throughput, measuring automation and stuff like that. And, and of course, working on these topics. We are starting now to look into object-centric process mining. Mm -hmm. because, I mean, if this is really running, and <laughs> I'm saying really running because let's see if we really have every data in a one data model and get everyone really in a in a performant way. If this would be the case, then this is a totally game changer in my understanding because um, that would allow us, of course, to navigate in whatever processes and dimensions we would like to. And um, this, yeah, as I said, this would be a game changer. But it would be also, of course, a kind of a huge requirement to such an organization because if you start with thinking transactional, then you move into end-to-end -end processes and then you maybe move into an object-centric approach where you put everything together. This needs, of course, an upskilling of the organization in many areas. And no one can can cover everything. It's just impossible. You know, it's it's get, just getting too complex. And this will be a journey. That's why I love this approach. But on the same, same way, I, I feel that Yeah, this is a huge challenge for us. Yeah. Yeah, and for all the other companies, of course, also. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And on a specific business level, what are you expecting there? What, what will happen with regards to process ownership and the experts working on the processes in the future? What are your expectations there? And how are you facilitating uh, to get into that direction? As I just touched, it's, it's that we start to measure, of course, conformance. Mm -hmm. That's one starting point to really look into the processes end to end. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. this is something we maybe not did in the same way in the last years. So this is how we want to bring it into that direction. And, um, what we also see is that now going a little bit away from process mining or process. Mm -hmm maybe the tool to the framework to measure it but we are talking about a lot of different technologies so it could be an ai bot in between it could be a, an ocr tool it could be something which is reading your emails to get something triggered so there's a lot more to come in direction of these gpos and gsa GPO means global process owner gsa solution architect which is covering okay. the design and um This will be very interesting for these people because the technology is so fast at the moment. The topics popping up there in in the in the processes. It's yeah. not only SAP. It's not a 
BPM tool, there are so many topics which needs to combine together to get uh, an, a kind of a cutting-edge process. And that's why I think this is a really interesting time at the moment where we are looking and moving into. Yeah, absolutely. I fully agree. And this is what I'm doing a lot of research on at the moment to find ways on how to enable these people who are responsible or even accountable for business processes to find new ways on how to yeah, rethink their processes and always taking the people into account. Yeah, exactly. And it's really, I mean, when you think about all these technologies and it's not only technology, you need to then know a little bit about change management because you need to act in the process in your organization. You also need to understand the business purpose. So what is the impact of your fruit? time approach if how much working capital can you impact what is the saving what is the resource you need or you take out so it's it's getting to a more holistic approach that you need to be not an sap transactional expert you need to be an expert for a whole process with a lot of technology and the ability to bring the change to the organization yeah that's what i'm saying this is a it's not a simple role no absolutely no. not no <laughs> And I think it's still often underestimated by, by the organizations how important it is to invest into these kind of people working in and on the business for a specific business process and supporting them from a central center of excellence, for example. And so on. Yeah, and, and that's why I think process mining is, of course, delivering exactly the visibility to explain yeah. a little bit the need. Because if you then realize that you have thousands of different implementations or Uh, variants in your process and so on then of course you are it's easier to explain to an organization why it is needed why yeah. we have why we have maybe an impact why we can save 10 million of working capital in a certain process by doing something yeah absolutely yeah. I'm, i'm super thankful that process mining gives us this opportunity to to make it really visible what is going on because in the past it was just painting or mapping processes exactly. without a relationship to the real business, to the real numbers. It was often just the picture of the experts, but yeah. no data connection there. And yeah, exactly. I'm super thankful for that. I mean, last week we had a S4HANA transformation workshop running three days and Bill van der Aals was also giving a speech, uh, nice. 30 minutes to the whole organization. And uh, his starting point was also BPM is that someone was, yeah years ago i don't know saying that uh, giving this statement and uh, then he also said i know the, the topic of having now bpm combined with process mining is really then leveraging this approach and can really help to get yeah. it done i mean the idea of bpm is of course totally valid but maybe now there's a tool which is really helping to underline the need really in a data-driven approach yeah absolutely cool Wow, that was super interesting. To wrap it up, what would you say is your key message to our listeners with regards to the people, to, to rethink processes, to get the people excited and so on? I would really say start early with process mining. No, because the thing is, this process mining is only a starting point, as an entry yeah. point into the change. It's not that you make a dashboard and you see your process. No, it's that you make on top automation that you then go into deeper topics that you have maybe later on operational dashboards where organizations are directly working day by day in, in the dashboards. It's a totally game changer. That's why I'm saying if you, it, you don't think too long, 
to use process mining. If, if, if the German Mittelstand is, uh, have a lot of discussions with other companies at the moment because yeah, they approach me to to get some feedback and yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of hesitation and. I ask myself, okay, why are they hesitating? Yeah. Because they have to do it anyway. I mean, if you want to digitalize your process, how do you want to do it if you are not yeah. using process money? I mean, yeah. there is no other technology. There is nothing. So you need to start with that technology, whatever vendor you are choosing. But you need to go into process mining to support the BPM organization to digitalize the process. Otherwise, it's just a puzzle. Yeah. So when, when you can now, the question I'm always saying also uh, within our group, we can discuss when we start with process mining, but we cannot discuss if we start at all. That's not a valid question. Yeah. 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 So true. Yeah. And, but it's often hard to get into this topic and to start thinking in processes because that's often the hurdle, I would say. But if the people understand, especially the management understands, hey, it's in the end, it's all about processes. Then yeah. you can dive right into. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, when you see, when you look into the initiatives in Germany or in Europe, the bigger implementations of process mining, there's always a person who is, of course, driving these uh, initiatives. So it's, I think it's always important that you have someone who is driving the initiative. You have also to have someone in the top management in the board who's supporting that initiative and then i think in that combination it can be successful if you don't have someone on top level then don't start it's just a waste of energy if you don't have someone who is really then trying to push the initiative through the organization whatever comes then it's also difficult you know yeah and if you want to drive it out of it for example only as an it project it will also not be successful that's at least my thinking here And uh, you need to have a, a kind of, a, I mean, I'm now also sitting in IT now because of the initiative, but I, mm -hmm. I would say I'm still received as a business person yeah. because I was doing logistics since many, many years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's very good. Okay, cool. Uh, I could go on for hours, but with regards to the time, where can our listeners learn more about your activities? Oh, you can follow me on LinkedIn, of course. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, I'm, I'm posting on a regular basis, or at least I try to post. <laughs> Sometimes it's not so easy. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I wake up in the morning and I think, oh, I need something to post today. I have nothing on my on the plate. And <laughs> then I, it's getting stressful. But um, yeah, that's where you, of course, can read a little bit what we are doing at Mannenhummel or even outside of Mannenhummel. Yeah. So I'm going to put the link to your profile into the show notes so that people can easily reach out to you. What could be also interesting is the ICPM. Okay. Yeah. The National Conference for Process Mining, which will happen next year in October, mid of October, I think, 25th mm -hmm. something. I'm not 100% sure now. We'll be in Copenhagen where academics and industries are coming together to exchange on use cases, to think about training and stuff like that. And this is not linked to certain vendors only. It's vendor mm -hmm. holistic. Um, that could be also a nice yeah, event people can join yeah. and see okay. also what is, what's coming up in, in the next years in academics where academics are doing researches. And when you think about Gen AI and all the topics at the moment, which are discussed everywhere, of course, that's why I'm saying it's very, impressive yeah. time we are in you can learn yeah. a lot at the moment so you are going there and uh, you're yeah. also presenting or 
uh, yeah, yeah. hand in papers or no no i'm also presenting there i was there also now to one or two months back in in rome yeah and uh, i will be there again in copenhagen yeah cool that sounds very good nice perfect one question i always ask my my guests is uh, do you have a recommendation of which tool method or expert i should have a closer look onto to get new ideas on how to rethink processes so it doesn't have to necessarily be related to process mining or business process management could be anything so what topic would you or expert would you recommend to have a closer look onto no i don't have something specifically in my mind i'm just thinking about our execution process when it comes to strategy mm -hmm. i think it it's very important to get visibility on progress whatever you do yeah okay. it could be setting up a bpm organization could be use cases you want to generate value it could be that you want to make training and increase adoption rate or whatever but you need to measure it and bring it to the top management level and mm -hmm. uh, because then you i'm sure you will get the support you need yeah mm -hmm. so Therefore, it's not a specific tool, but you need to make it transparent yeah. to the organization. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really important. That's true. Okay. So we already landed our aircraft today. But before we leave the aircraft, is there anything else uh, you would like to share with our listeners? Did we miss anything? Or? I already touched so much, I would say. Yeah. If you are not using process mining so far... Go into it. Look into it. There are even solutions where you are not paying any money for. That's why there is, I think there is a kind of an urgency behind mm. to get this done. If you want to really digitalize your processes, if you want to move forward, if you want to have a kind of a cutting edge compared to your competitors, then you have to go into that direction. There's no way around. You cannot do BPM in the way we did it maybe 10 years back with having a brown paper and then trying to explain a little bit what's happening there in the processes. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying there is a kind of an urgency behind. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for these great closing words. How would you describe your flight experience with just three words? First of all, it was fun, of course. It was, as you said, there is so much content, I would say. We could really discuss this, I think, for hours. And no, I like it. I like it. And I always like to talk about process mining, of course. Um, sometimes I'm using the, the, the hashtag sharing my passion because this is really something where I have a lot of fun and where I think companies can really have an impact. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, it's not three words. <laughs> so, <laughs> fun, excitement, and really passion. Wow. That's that's perfect. Jean-Marc, thank you so much for being my guest. And I'm really looking forward to go deeper in this conversation some point in the future, maybe at the new process conference in April next year, <laughs> or maybe in Copenhagen. We'll see. So Jean-Marc, thank you so much for being my guest. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Let's recap today's new process inspiration. Yeah, that was super interesting to learn more about Manin Hummel's approach to implement and to operate process mining. And I really like John Mark's recommendation to start early with process mining. So in my experience, process mining is doing an impressive job to really show the process. Yeah, make it visible based on data and 
it gives you the opportunity to quantify potential benefits of improvements. I mean, it's not that you start with process mining on day one of your process journey. I would always recommend that you first have to think in processes. You have to identify the process and the respective people and so on. And maybe it's also recommendable to enable to train to, to upskill these people like process owners and process architects first. But as soon as a basic process culture is established, you can start with process mining and it will help you so much to get people excited about processes because you can make processes visible, somehow touchable. The, the people can really experience the as-is process based on data. So in the next episode, we'll have a deep dive into the results of my survey on the BPM topics 2024. As you know, I asked the community, I asked you what BPM topics you have on your list for 2024. And in the next episode, I'm going to share the results with you. And I also asked some of the BPM thought leaders for their top BPM topics 2024. So this will be also part of the episode. And Thank you so much for participating in the survey and posting your topics. They will be integrated for sure. But for now, thank you much for listening. Have a great day. Bye-bye and auf Wiedersehen. You've been listening to the New Process Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode for more tools, methods, and best practices to rethink your process and push it to the next level. Next level. Thank you for listening. Before you leave, there is a lot going on with New Process at the moment. Not only are we working hard on a new process conference where we can finally meet in person. No, we are also working on a digital platform where you can meet other BPM enthusiasts to exchange ideas and to join forces. So I'm really happy to invite you to New Process Pro today. New Process Pro is the platform for true process management enthusiasts like you and me. To learn more, just go to newprocesslab.com pro and become a new process pro today. So thank you very much. Bye-bye.